Wide Righteous Fantasy Football Podcast. It's like faux football, by the way. Fake. With Mike Danger. People are crazy, Ferris, and I say it all the time. It's a crazy world. Someone ought to sell tickets. And Jay Ferris. Where the hell is Mike Shula's bag yeah. of tricks? Yeah. No good. Wide right. Fantasy Football Discussion. I'm not overthinking. There's no thinking going on. Nothing. Here. Yeah. I'm thinking with my gut like a, like a man. Wearing those man pants. Yes. Wide Righteous. Live on tape from Rochester, New York. Okay, now obviously we already have a crowded pro sports landscape in Rochester. Um, how do you figure to get your share of supporters? you got to be counting a lot on the, uh, on the niche fans, right? Wide Righteous. Time to set your lineup. It's another episode of Wide Righteous. Fantasy Football Podcast, live from Rochester, New York. Self-proclaimed fantasy football experts. I am Mike Danger. And I am Jay Ferris, fantasy football expert. We are merely mediocre in our leagues, but on this podcast, friend, we are experts. For 30 minutes a week, we are damn right. Just I wish those 30 minutes were on Sunday. Is this happening games to you? games are happening. More people are coming up to me and asking me for fantasy football advice as if I really, truly am an expert. And, and I, we talk about it every week. Like, we can say that we're experts because really, anybody can be an expert. Nobody can truly predict what's going to happen. All you can really do is throw out some names and hope for the best, it's right? It's not science. I mean, you pick guys, but then the guys, the actual real human beings playing the football, they, you have nothing to do with that. So. We we, uh, we hope that every week you listen to the show and hopefully get, uh, gather some uh, evidence that you can use in your favor to help set your lineup and get you that win every single week in your league. So we are unapologetically going to talk fantasy football for the next few minutes of football in general because I, I had a pretty interesting football weekend, Ferris. I saw a tweet of yours that uh, sparked in my interest there. Yeah. Well, what was that tweet by by chance? Um, It was uh, uh, an ex-Buffalo Bill just uh, wandering around. The it's... namesake of our podcast was in my presence on Sunday. Mr. Scott Norwood throwing out some garbage. You took a picture of him throwing out some... Now, did he get it in the can or did he <laughs> He was it? wide right. He was wide right. Right. Could you pick guy. that up, Scott? God! I was uh, I was high rolling at the uh, Bills game on Sunday in the uh, Time Warner uh, press box. Not press box, like uh, whatever, their Time Warner members club thing that they have up there in the corner of the stadium. You're inside, free food, free drink, and, and ex-players, a lot of ex-players just hanging out. And, and there was Scott Norwood taking pictures with the fans. And of course, I had to snap, a, you know, do a stealth shot, being that, you know, he is the uh, inspiration for the name, the title of our fine podcast. Only in Buffalo would they celebrate mediocrity like that. Hey, son, come get your picture taken with the guy that cost us our only chance in ever winning a championship. Ever. Jay come Ferris. Get, come get your picture taken with him. This is my boy. Jay Ferris, like most of us, just better when he's angry. We named him Belichick. You talk about he shut you down in Super Bowl twenty five. You talk about celebrating mediocrity. Who got the biggest reception at the Bills game on Sunday? Who did? I don't know. Brian Mormon. Oh, good guy. Brian I forgot Mormon. about that. Yes. Yeah. We cheer a punter. Welcome back, buddy. The absolute epitome of mediocrity and failure is your punter. The guy that you're cheering is the guy that represents you losing. Well, we see him a lot. So we're more in touch with uh, punter on the Bills because, you know, as fans, he's out on the field more than, say, like the quarterback. Or he had, the a, pretty, he had a pretty good game, too, by the way. I mean, he, he was, oh, his first punt was that outstanding? Yeah, he had a pretty good game. He had a pretty good game. But I realized something about myself, Ferris. I realized that uh, my, my passion for fantasy football and, and watching football in general, it, it's hard to translate that passion when you're at a physical game. Football is a television sport. 
You know, people, oh, come for the tailgate and good party, 80,000 fans. No. Football is a television sport. You know what they do when you're live watching the game? They stand around. You're like, all right, someone called timeout. Nobody called timeout. We got to wait for commercials. It's boring. There's drunk people. It takes forever to leave. Football is a television sport. Yeah, the experience at the Ralph is less than optimal, in my opinion. I, and and I don't want to sound like I'm better than the fans who cheer for any of their pro teams. I mean, my, my experience went like this. A little bit of tailgating with friends and, and coworkers, and, and a good time was had there by all. You know, a couple of cocktails before the game. Enjoy that. That's all fine and good. Then we went into the um, into the Time Warner Club up there. And, I, you know, this is where I believe I might be a little bit more spoiled and privileged than everybody else because that to me is the expectation that I'm going to go to the Bills game but I'm going to hang out there and drink for free and eat for I had duck breast free duck breast they were serving up duck breast and barbecue and wings and everything you know a full buffet style of food and and, and I actually at one point said well, all this is free? And one of the ex-players, I'm not sure which one it was, is absolutely, absolutely free everything here is I'm like whoa this is great this is awesome and by the end of the game Oh, I'll get to this. But so at halftime, I decide, you know what? Let me go into the stadium because I have my ticket ticket, you know, that that goes towards a regular seat. Let me just see. Let me be, be amongst a, the people. Let me be a part of it. I go in and I go to my seat and maybe it would be different if I was with more friends. It was just me and I was just experiencing it by myself. You know, I, I, I scooch down the row, inconvenience everybody immediately. So immediately I'm like, oh, I'm pissing everybody off already. Then the people are sitting there and they're like, are we, are we in your seat? Oh, you're not supposed to be in these seats. You're not in my seat, but I, I can appreciate that you're scamming somebody's seats that, you know, you, you don't belong in these seats. Behind me is the loudest, rudest, most obnoxious female sports fan in the world. I'm, I, I'll put her against anybody with the foulest truck driver mouth, which normally I don't have a problem with, but just the 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 tone of her voice was just grating on me. I made it a series, is what I'm saying to you. I made it a series with general population before I went back up to the Time Warner suite and watched the multiple TVs that they had on the wall showing all of the different games from all of the other NFL teams that are out there that I have fantasy football players on that I'm more interested in. And by the way, the Bills, you know, come back to, to force an overtime where they eventually lost. More duck breast, please. Yes, this this beer seems... I'm parched. It's... I don't like the head on this. Could you re-pour it for me? <laughs> I enjoyed that. But I, you know, how's the, the Wi-Fi? They have a good Wi-Fi, fast Wi-Fi up in there in the Time Warner suite. But between you and me, I couldn't get it to connect. Hmm. Uh, full disclosure: I'm also not a Time Warner subscriber, so they probably wouldn't want me to have that. You know, free if I'm Wi-Fi. in the Domino's Pizza Suite, I expect to eat pizza. If I'm in the Internet Suite, I expect I don't know. Internet. Right before the game, uh, I heard word that Larry Fitzgerald was. 50-50, bordering on not playing for the late game. So I had to make a quick move. At 12.59, I checked my waiver wire, and one of the objects of my affection somehow miraculously was available to me. We talked about him last week. It's wide receiver Keenan Allen. I'm like, yes, get me Keenan Allen in my lineup right now. Let me bench Larry Fitzgerald, who ended up playing and ended up having a pretty decent game by scored, his standards. Scored a touchdown, absolutely. And, you know, somehow I was able to uh, to pull that off at the last minute last minute trade or last minute waiver wire pickup rather uh, right there from the time warner suite where i was having a hard time getting a, a connection 
Keenan Allen is the number one wide receiver on the number five passing offense in the NFL, available in probably 50% of leagues still. Still. Yeah. What? If he's there, take him. Don't hesitate. He's a wide receiver one, and he's just sitting there saying, guys, can I play? Fantasy football kid, guys! The Chargers, I play for him! Did you see any of his act on Monday? I did. I have him on my team as well. He's a sharp-looking receiver. He looks pretty good. That's what, four touchdowns in five games? Not too bad. Yeah. 100 yards in each of them? Here's another one. Denarius Moore. Not getting the pub that Keenan Allen has scored again this week for the Raiders. Right. Those are two wide receivers that are just added to my squad this week, making me a happy fantasy football player. And look for him coming out of their bye with uh, renewed effort as well. I mean, they're going to be a team that has to pass, given the nature of the, the fact that their defense can't stop anybody. They will be behind in many games. And you got to like Denarius Moore catching a ton of balls from Terrell Pryor. For and the that, rest of the season. Yeah, and that completes our waiver wire portion of the program. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot out there this week, well, Mike Danger. Well, at this point, you know, you're you're all about, what, about halfway through the season. You have a pretty good handle on where your team is, what, what your team consists of. You should. You better. If you don't have a handle by now, yeah. hit the panic button, folks. I mean, you're you're hoping now on the waiver wire, you know, you're, you're looking for somebody who might be a replacement for an injured player. You might be looking at a Boykin in Green Bay to replace a Randall Cobb or... Or uh, who's the guy in uh, Dallas that uh, could get um, Joseph Randall at running back? Joseph Randall at uh, running back for Demarco Murray since he got injured. I mean, these are the people that you're probably targeting on a week to week basis. If if your leagues are anything like my leagues, those waiver wires now are just depleted. The talent is gone. There's nothing left. So you're almost hoping for an injury and somebody that you can pick up and use that waiver claim on. Just to be clear, this is 2013. Another. Um, Another waiver wire pickup of the week. Brandon Jacobs and Peyton Hillis, both solid pickups for the Giants <laughs> this week. This is 2013. You're not listening to an old broadcast. Can I make Somehow, a pre- these two guys are back from the dead, Mike. I'm going to make a prediction. Giants get their first win of the season this weekend against the Minnesota Vikings. Monday night against the Minnesota Vikings. And Peyton Hillis scores two touchdowns. Everyone goes ape poop crazy. Yeah. Yeah, remember when he was on the cover of Madden? He was good. Oh, he was voted by the fans, even. We want him. Yeah, he was uh, off the team a year later, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it didn't really work out for him, did Before it? Before the new Madden even came out, he was no longer yeah. on the Browns. So. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see him in red, white, and blue for the New York Giants on uh, on Monday night against the Minnesota Vikings. And I predict the Giants win that game. Their first game of the season. They get that one. This week, New Orleans and Oakland are off, and then beginning next week is when things get really crazy with our buys. So uh, start looking ahead a week or two with your roster. If you don't have, if you're not covered, uh, get to it now. Get stepping, folks. Um, Jimmy Graham out this week. Got injured last week. Jimmy Graham put up a goose egg last week. Big fat zero on the points. No sympathy. If you have Jimmy Graham and you're upset that he put up a goose egg for you, you know you you have to understand. Every week you've been spoiled up to this point. You know, I, I have a Jamal Charles in one of my leagues, and I all I can think to myself every week is, th- at some point, this is this well is going to run dry. I mean, he's just too good for too, too many weeks in a row where he's just exceptional. At some point, he's going to, he's going to, something's going to go wrong. But it's zero. Man, I can understand like a two, three point game, but straight up zero. Isn't that Belichick, though? That's Belichick taking away his opposing team's best weapon. I mean, that's always his MO, right? Yeah. Going to yeah. take away your absolute best weapon. Like Thurman Thomas in Super Bowl 25. Remember that one? Scott Norwood? 
<laughs> he didn't want to take a picture with me. I don't know. This is for our wide right. You, you cut it off, man. <laughs> you only got my arm. <laughs> no, focus the camera. Pan left. Pan left. We don't want this to be wide right, Scott. Get you see what I did there, Scott? Uh, he's probably in town doing an autograph signing too for you know celebrate mediocrity for only ten bucks. God, that annoys me. They don't do it. You see, you're a Chicago Bears fan. They celebrate people like Walter Payton and Gail Sayers, not your third string punter from the seventies. Yeah. You know your punter from the seventies, what his name was? Of course no, not. No. Of course no, not. No, I don't remember him at all. <sighs> what else do we have on tap? And we've covered all the waiver wires for for this week. You're looking at your roster and you're probably frustrated with a few things. There's a couple guys on there you were counting on to carry you through the season. Now you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? Buy or sell time. Who are you ready to give up on, and uh, should you give up on these players? And uh, let's do it positionally. Colin Kaepernick, would you give up on him? It feels like there's better options right now than Colin Kaepernick. If he uh, was your number one, he probably shouldn't be your number one anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, right? If you ask me right now, I think I'm starting Sam Bradford over Colin Kaepernick. Sam Bradford again, quietly good. I think still seventh in the league and amongst quarterbacks and uh, fantasy football points. Yes, Sam Bradford. Um, Eli Manning, uh, Eli Manning. We've, I don't think it gets worse for Eli Manning. I think it only gets better. It I'll buy, can't get worse. I'm buying Eli Manning and RG three. I'm buying RG three as well. I'm not selling on RG three. Is that just, I don't yeah. like him this week against the bears. Actually that let me, let me temper what I just said. I think he's going to be fine this weekend against the bears. The bears defense from fantasy purposes is exceptional for real football purposes very much a bend but don't break defense we're just going to give you enough so that we can stay in this game but they do give up yards like crazy i mean uh brandon jacobs ran for over 100 yards brandon freaking jacobs ran for over 100 yards against the chicago bears uh last thursday uh, you know i think rg3 does fine this week i'm buying rg3 but he still hasn't shown us anything that we could tangibly say, okay, this is why I think he's going to be better. I think we're still clinging to last year and hoping for last year's RG3 to show up. And here we are in week seven. And You saw flashes of it on Sunday I night against Dallas. Flashes. I need a full game at, Ye- at yeah. this point. But when you see him, when he does go after it and get you know get those run, the run, the run portion of his game, once once he really fully goes after it, you and you see it from time to time, Little flashes, little glimpses of what he is and what he can potentially be. I'm still buying RG3. Okay, that's fair. Off to running back. Doug Martin and Alfred Morris. Last year's uh, rookie sensations. Both struggling this year. I'm selling Doug Martin and I'm buying Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris, I don't... You don't give up on a Shanahan running back. Not, Not week seven. He's got, what, one touchdown or is it two? Trade offered to me in one of our leagues. Trent Richardson for Alfred Morris. Accept or decline? Accept. Trent Richardson for Alfred Morris? You accept. I said it weeks in a row here. I do not like Trent Richardson. Oh, no. I'm 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 the Alfred Morris owner. Oh, oh then no. No. Oh, don't, no. Don't sell Alfred Morris <laughs> for Trent <laughs> no, Richardson. God, okay. no. Okay. Mr. Three Yards of Carry. New new thing, new town, Indianapolis. We're going to see the real Trent Richardson now, right? Have we seen him yet? I think we have seen the real Trent Richardson. He's the guy the Browns couldn't wait to get rid of, Mr. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Like him. Feels like he's doing what they're asking him to do, though. What are they asking him to do? Run the mediocre? Fo- run the football. Just run it enough so that we can open up the passing game some. 
Okay. We didn't get to see it on Monday night because San, Diego, San Diego's game plan, for what it's worth, was brilliant. Let's just keep Andrew Luck and their offense on the sideline the entire game. I didn't watch that much of that. Three to one time of possession. I mean, San Diego uh, controlled that game. And that's, uh, they're a passing team, so that's that's not something that you they expect were, out of them. They were balanced on Monday night, that's yeah. for sure. Okay, off to Buffalo. Two running backs there. Fred Jackson putting up points when he shouldn't be putting up points. And C.J. Spiller, one touchdown in the season. Uh, I'd sell. I'd sell. Both I'd try. I, yeah. I, I think there's probably some value to C.J. Spiller uh, at some point. Uh, you could probably... Uh, yeah, I'd sell. Okay. I'm... I'm Dropped him down my flex running back at this point. Yeah, and you're hoping for the you're hoping for the best. Yes, the one game I benched him was, of course, the one game he scored his touchdown. Mm. And lastly, Stephen Ridley. Uh, I I'm a owner of Stephen Ridley. <laughs> I've stuck through with uh, Stephen Ridley through the hard times, and uh, last week was nice, sweet vindication. I felt good about uh, what he did on Sunday. Now, can he do that every week? I think Stephen Ridley's value goes up as Gronk gets into the game. I think once Gronk is in there, Stephen Ridley even becomes that much more powerful. But he's clearly the the most talented back in New England and should have the majority of uh, opportunities. Belichick doesn't mind mentioning a guy, but he doesn't hold grunge, grudges either. You might be uh, you know in the doghouse for a week or two, but yeah, come on. Come sit at the table. Well, at now. some point, you have to realize what, what I mean, what, what are your options? Yeah. You have talent. He is a talented back in a backfield that features Brandon Bolden and LeGarrette Blunt. I'm sorry. Stephen <laughs> Ridley is a better back than those two. Now, when Vereen comes back into the mix, which could happen here before the end of the season, you know, I think you've got a different dynamic in there and it could change Ridley and his value. But for right now, as a guy who stuck with him through, a, a, you know, a pretty rough stretch here this season where he wasn't producing, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, moving forward. And I think this week, uh, who does New England have this weekend? They are the Jets, right? Jets, yeah. One, yeah one o'clock. New England in the, you know, like the Jets, tough run defense. Interesting to see what Stephen Ridley does this weekend against the Jets, where they've pretty much held running backs in check. Week Jets in, week running out. back situation, big head scratcher now. Bilal Powell, um, yeah, I'd be, I wouldn't call him that. Benched him, dropped him last week. Yeah, you you've got uh, a three headed monster there now, right? With Chris Ivory back in the mix as well, and then uh, I can't remember the fellow, third fellow's name. Uh, uh, good, 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 something. Goodson. Good, good to meet you, fella. Yeah, Goodson. Yes, uh, yeah. You're not on my team. Thank you. Moving on to wide receiver. <laughs> Buy or sell in Marquise Colston. Oh, sell. Sell. But they're still scoring points down Drive there. Drive me crazy, Marcus Colston. Not getting any targets, not getting any catches, not, certainly not getting any touchdowns. Now when you think about the options in that offense, where is Colston? Where does he rank in that offense? I mean, when you think about it, you've got Jimmy Graham. You've got Darren Sproles. You've got uh, now Kenny Stills. You know, you, you know, Marcus Colston just hasn't been doing anything. No, he's not even uh, top top twenty five anymore. Now, if Colston is out for an extended amount, or if sorry, if Jimmy Graham is out for any kind of period of time, I think that might increase Colston's value. So I'm kind of holding him rather than selling him. But man, he has been disappointing so far this year. He has his big game of the season. He has one game in, uh, let's see, 96 yards, one touchdown week one. Ouch. Yeah. Not over 100 yards at all. But they're expecting Jimmy Graham. They got their bye week, and he is expected to play again in two weeks. 
Buying or selling Andre Johnson? Well, with the mess that you've got in in uh, Houston, I think I'd sell. With the tire fire at quarterback. Yeah, it's kind of a mess. And, and look, you know, Houston fans, sad and pathetic. Uh, first of all, booing your starting quarterback or cheering for your starting quarterback once he was injured. Yeah. Um, not really showing a lot of class there. Very classy. Yeah. Um, but it, the, the thing that, that drives me crazy and the thing that, you know, about, about fans is like, you know, it's like the, what we were talking about with Bills fans, you know, celebrating mediocrity and cheering for Brian Mormon, who's your punter. Like, you, you really should be careful what you wish for because TJ Yates is now your quarterback, Houston. This is what it's come to. Matt Schaub gives you a better chance to win. No matter how bad he's been, no matter how many pick sixes he has thrown this year, TJ Yates is now your quarterback. Good luck with that. Yeah, it kills our Garrett Graham pickup of the year there. Yeah, Garrett, yeah, Garrett Graham did not have a good Sunday. Uh, but you know what? We could be talking about Garrett Graham here in the coming weeks again as somebody that you want to pick up because there's talent there. It's just a matter of who's throwing him the ball. And in the case of Andre Johnson, to get back on him, you know, TJ Yates is not a good quarterback. I just don't see how how Andre Johnson benefits with him. If I can get rid of him and unload him in some and get something of value now, do it now before it gets any worse. Kansas City Chiefs a pretty darn good football team this year. Dwayne Bowe is not a pretty darn good fantasy football receiver this year. He is. What a, is up with that? He is a Kia. Get rid of him. He is. <laughs> he is awful. Uh, and and you know, part of it is is Alex Smith, Captain Checkdown. It, I mean, like you just you don't see Dwayne Bowe beating anybody. You don't. It, it's it's bad. I mean, there. Who are you? You know, Donnie Avery has more value in that offense right now than Dwayne Bowe. You're going to give up on a guy who's formerly the number one wide receiver on a now 7-0 team, though? At yes. some point, doesn't he wake up from this? I mean, we don't want to give up on, um, excuse me, we don't want to give up on RG3 with no evidence to support that he could Kansas know, City's offense around. is Jamal Charles and everybody else. It's it. There isn't any, there, yes, they are undefeated, but that record, you know, a big part of that record is that their defense is unbelievable this year. Their defense has stayed healthy and, and the talent is, is really deep with the Kansas city defense. And then you've got, uh, you've got a running back who's just completely, he's dynamic. He's the, the whole package. He's the Brian Westbrook of the Kansas city chiefs, you know, Andy Reid using him in the same fashion that he's always used his running backs. Everybody else, you know, just doesn't seem to have, doesn't seem to have it this year. Dwayne Bowe doesn't seem to have that that thing with Alex Smith. Alex Smith, you know, is maybe a bye week filler for quarterback if it's a good matchup. But when you watch him play, you don't see him taking shots downfield. He's so risk averse that he's just more more than happy holding onto the ball and checking down where he needs to. Can we drop the game manager cliche on him. <laughs> sure, you could say that. He's a game manager, that guy. Right. I mean, and you know. Kind of what you expected, I think, out of out of him. It didn't really feel like um, like he was ever going to be the guy that that was going to be, uh, you, you know, he's not on the level of of an elite NFL quarterback. Forty Niners miss him right now, though. Kind of interesting how that all works out, isn't it? <laughs> you, you you pull yourself out of a game because you've been concussed, right? Right. The, which is what happened. Which like, is what we're supposed to do, right? What you're supposed to do. You lose your starting job. You leave the team. And, uh, and you know, now the team seems to be, well... Lose your starting job, they go to the Super Bowl. Careful struggling. I mean, I don't know if I want to say that San Francisco is struggling. I mean, they're doing okay in a competitive NFC West, but, you know, would they rather have Alex Smith right now than Colin Kaepernick? I think they're probably going to work it out. They'll probably be okay with Kaepernick. Okay. 
Mike Wallace, what's what's the deal with him down in uh, Miami? Um, I you know I I'm not going to sound educated if I talk about this because I really don't know the situation there okay. well enough to know whether or not he's somebody you want to hold on to. I would say probably buy. Um, I, you know he I like come cheap. I like other weapons in that. I like I love Clay. I think Clay is going to be. Yeah, uh, I got him going this week filling in for me. Yeah, I think Clay is going to be a nice little. Uh, borderline uh, tight end one for the rest of the season. It seems like he's only getting better and better with each passing week. You know, I want to believe in Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is somebody who seems to have all the talent in the world. And if given the opportunity could, could break out the second half of the season, um, I'd, I'd buy low on Lamar Miller if he was available. Excellent. Okay. Uh, And lastly on my list, Eddie Royal, remember him? Yeah. Is he still a thing? Do people still have him? Y'all still think he was the pickup of the year? Yeah. He did He did well for those two weeks, didn't he? He sure did. Yeah. Was it 700 touchdowns in two weeks? And yeah, yeah. Keenan Allen, as we discussed earlier, is well set as their number one wide receiver. Yeah. Get off the Eddie Royale with cheese vote now. No question. Okay. Well, and that sums up our buy low segment or buy sell segment and our waiver and wire segment. This is, we're at a, we're at a point in the season, Mike Danger, where just, just got to go with it, man. There's not a lot of changes you can make. There's a couple changes. You know, we've been talking the weeks leading up. Now it's just, you know, roll with it for a couple weeks. Management of your roster. Exactly. Don't uh, don't go changing your roster at 12.55 because you got a hunch. Mm-hmm. Just stay the course. Stay the course. Plan for those bye weeks. Make the trades that you need to make before that trade line uh, trade deadline hits in your league. Um, and, 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 you know, manage your roster now at this point. And hope and hope that you are not uh, a victim of any injury bugs. I mean, you you know, mm-hmm. you want your guys to stay healthy and hopefully you've prepared and you have enough depth. Um there certainly feels like there's more depth at wide receiver this year than there is at running back. Um it, you know, like we're, we were talking about the the backup for for Dallas. I mean, like is he even worth picking up knowing that he's going to get all of these touches this week with with DeMarco Murray being out? I mean, the talent just doesn't see doesn't feel like it's there doesn't feel like there's a ton of depth at running back right now. Yeah, was that Joseph Randall we're talking about there? Yeah, Joseph. I mean, we're talking about Joseph Randall and yeah. Brandon Jacobs and Peyton Hillis. I mean, you know, that's the talent that's available on the waiver wire at running back. You might not be able to do anything this week for your team, but you can do stuff for the weeks ahead. Like we said earlier, buys, plan for your buys. Look ahead for the playoffs. You know, look at the schedule for weeks 14 and 15. If you if you need a defense ahead of time if you need a kicker ahead of time look at those backup spots not maybe for right now but maybe you know, a couple weeks from now streaming defenses in one of my leagues and uh this week i picked up the miami defense of course you did <laughs> <laughs> let's go buffalo hey let's that go. fad had a decent game last week so hey you know what and, you and, feel glad about fad and trademark and just a second for for the bill a moment of silence for the bills fans i mean it was set up so perfectly. I mean, he started the game exactly the way you would want him to start the game. They they loaded him up on confidence. They gave him the plays that put him in the best position to look great out of the gate. And he did. He looked great. And and people had hope. And then Cincinnati took a lead. And then people lost hope and started to talk about heading to the parking lot. And, you know, maybe we should go. And then the miraculous comeback. And next thing you know, it's tied. And the entire time... You know, I wanted to believe that they were going to win, but I knew they weren't going to win. It's the same story every week. That's every why it week. doesn't bother me anymore. 
Aren't you upset about your team? Like, no. I didn't want to invest that much emotion into, like, feeling bad. You know the outcome is going to be bad. Why bother? Would you date a girl that you knew would, like, sleep with your best friend in your bed? No. If you do that ahead of time, yeah, I'll go out with you. But in two weeks, you're going to come home from work, and there I'm going to be. Like, um, really? Yeah, I don't think we should go out then. And that's what this team is. You know bad things are going to happen. Don't fall in love. Yeah, Just get out of the abusive relationship. Exactly. Get out of the abusive relationship. And I say that, you know, like, we have friends that are Bills fans for life and will always, you know, be Bills fans. And there's nothing you can do to change their, you know, and they're not going to jump ship ever. They're Bills fans for life. But it's it's sad. It's sad if you're a Bills. It's a sad state of affairs if you're a Bills fan. And you see it on Twitter every week. It's like, y'all don't learn? <laughs> you're re- you're seriously like let down? I'm not let down. It's a TV show, and it was a good TV show. Yep. And now it's over, and I'm watching the news. Yep. And false hope. Oh look, sixty minutes is on. <clears throat> I'm not breaking things. I'm not cussing at my children. It's over. It's a TV show. Get over it. I got this other thing that Occupy Me called fantasy football. See, if your, f- your real football team sucks. That's why we're here with fantasy football, so you can have a fantasy fun life. You're invested on every team, and every game means something with fantasy football. See what they did there? And the next thing you know, you're like me. You're sitting in the press box watching multiple games at once when the live football game is actually happening right outside the window. I'm watching, you know... 12 TV screens in front of me, a wall of TV screens, and I'm watching each and every one of them at the same time. It was beautiful. While checking your phone. <laughs> Absolutely. That was me. I was that guy. Eating my duck breast at the same time. There's nothing wrong with that. There's uh, nothing. I, I was offered tickets to the Baltimore game, and I turned them down. Bill's Baltimore game earlier mm-hmm. in the season. I just I don't like the experience. Well, the, the uh, planets aligned. I mean, the Bears playing on Thursday night freed up my Sunday so that I could be a, a Bills fan for one week, a Bills fan on lease for one week. And, you know, if the Bears were playing on Sunday, I'm not going to a Bills game. Sorry, guys. What'd you wear? Uh, what outfit? I, I don't have any Bills gear. Okay, good. So I, had, I don't want you pretending. No, I don't have any Bills gear. So I had I, I, I found a blue hoodie that I could wear. So I, was, I went with, uh, you know, team colors. That's but, good. <clears throat> but I don't, I don't have a jersey. I don't have, uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend. I was uh, in the eighth grade, and I was at a Bills Raiders game. It was in December, and it was freezing cold, and I was wearing just a winter hat. It was a plain winter hat, and it was black. And I was in the seventh grade, and I was using the, the bathroom. And a grown-ass man wanted to fight me, a seventh grader, because I was wearing a black knit winter hat on a cold winter day. I was not wearing Raiders gear. Just happened to have a black hat on. And I was a child. If so, yes. NFL fans, I mean, not the majority of them, but there's a... a, a an alarming section of NFL fans that are just awful, just (laughs) awful. The worst of the worst. Like, I don't get that. I like a team. You like a different team. That's a problem. Who cares? People like different things. My wife likes the color orange. I don't like orange. I don't want to fight her about it. (laughs) Bitch, you wearing orange again? Yeah. And that's what football fans. He cheers for something different than me. So what? Sit down, shut up, and check your fantasy scores on your phone. That's it. That's it. You know what? I think what it comes down to, Ferris, is both of us are not really people. People. We <laughs> no. just kind of like, let's just kind of not mix in with the general population <laughs> no. at all. I, I have well, social problems. problems. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. I am with you completely. Well, uh, can you blame us get, looking, given what we've uh, experienced in our lives? Jesus. Thank uh, God the internet was invented. Because it's really given me a whole new life. Imagine if there was no internet right now. 
and you were at that game and you didn't you, you couldn't check your fantasy scores because you didn't have Monday's paper yet. Yeah. Remember that? Did you ever play back in the day? I used to play rotisserie baseball when I was a kid and you had to check it the next day with pens and paper. Yeah, I did. I, I, I did my very first fantasy football league that I played and I was 20 years old, 21 years old. And I remember we had to check the newspaper stats the next day, uh, that, that Monday to see who came out on top. We never knew who won until the end of the day. And then, you know, made it easy to call bullshit too. Like, hey, what, what do you mean I lost? What? Show me how I lost. I didn't lose. What are you talking about? You didn't have Robin Yount. <laughs> yeah. Rotisserie baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Uh, back in the day, like 86-ish. Oof. Uh, well, I think that pretty I was much... was an early adopter, as they say. Does that pretty much wrap up Wide Righteous for this yeah, week? I think so. Okay. Think so. Uh, next week, we're going to try and have a special guest. Uh, I have a friend who... Uh, this is her... First oh. season playing fantasy football. I thought it was going to be Norwood for a second. <laughs> oh, Norwood would be, would be fun. You know, what would we ask Norwood? So, uh, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> so, she's a first-year fantasy football player, and I'm just curious as to how her experience with the game has gone so far. She's told me that she's 4-2. and two. Uh, She's rebounded from an 0-2 start to win four straight. Curious as to uh, what she's done to get to that position. I know she listens to our show. Oh, that's good. So I saw we'll, a couple of tweets last week that uh, referred to specific things within our program, mm. meaning like someone listened and stuff and then tweeted about it. Yeah. And that, you know what? We appreciate that as well. And we appreciate you giving us your time, taking a half an hour or so out of your day to listen to the Wide Righteous podcast, downloading it on iTunes, rating it, uh, checking it out on RochesterBuzz.com, a.k.a. MikeDanger.com and RockPodcast.com. We are here for you if you need us throughout the week. As we get ready to set your lineup on the weekend, you can hit us up at Wide Righteous on Twitter. I'm at MikeDanger989 on Twitter. And I'm at FerrisWeb. On Twitter, uh, the best way to get a hold of us, we will help you out any way that we can. And, and as I said at the start of the show, it's weird. More and more people pulling me aside saying, hey, can, can you give me advice on this? I need a little help. I'm going up against a guy I have to beat this week. What do you think? The empire's slowly building, Mike Danger. Look, you, see it, you see it happening. And you, you can say that you are one of the first people to be on board with Wide Righteous. Someday we'll have a public access TV show. You wait. <laughs> you can say, I knew them when they were only on the internet. Thanks for listening to the Wide Righteous Podcast. Back again with a new episode next week on uh, RochesterBuzz.com, a.k.a. MikeDanger.com, RockPodcast.com.